0: positioning was the only reason that we were able to really get the credit cards out on a consistent basis, in my opinion.
1: Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the Email Marketing Podcast or Water Responded Guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Okay, it's John MacDay here in order to the guy next time for episode 62 of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast. Now, this is the podcast where you'll discover okay step-by-step tactics and strategies that one listener used to make over $85,000 in just five months. That's Terry Dunlap. That's on an episode from about two months ago, and I highly recommend you checking it out. He got all his stuff from this podcast, so stay listening, okay? Today, I'll be talking to Dan Fagella. Now, Dan is a uh, a friend of mine. I met him through a friend of a friend, as you do, and uh Dan is just a boss. Okay? Two years ago, we were chatting on a uh, membership community that we're both a member of, and he was just getting started. He was into wrestling, and he was just getting his business going, and he's trying to get the hang of the marketing stuff, and sales funnels, and emails, and all that stuff. And uh, in those two years, he has gone to town on the entire marketplace. He has completely blitzed it. Right, he's gone from nothing to doing thirty, forty thousand dollars a month, and the engine of this business of his is email marketing, and that's why I brought him on the show today because I want to talk to him about what he's doing with his emails. Okay, traffic we don't get into in this one, but it's the email stuff, right? And that's why you're here. If you got traffic, if you got a product or a service, this is going to be really valuable, and this is going to be for business to business guys. This is for you if you're just a product guy. It's for anyone trying to use email. Okay, so there's two things there. You got the front-end sequences. Basically, Dan's front-end product is a four, it's about a fifty-dollar a month program. And uh, he's got some email that funnels people towards those things. It's a very interesting strategy and uh, not one that I've heard of before. Now, then you have the back end. So once someone buys that, what happens next? How do they continue making money off them? And uh, he's got some great ideas there. And So we're basically going to lay out. Dan is going to lay out his strategy blow by blow. So if you wanted to, you could take the entire model, the entire model that Dan is using to make $30,000, $40,000 a month. Take that, roll it out in your own business. And uh, it may sound complicated, but towards the, the end of this episode, I asked Dan, how do you do all this without getting overwhelmed? Right? Because it will sound overwhelming, okay? That's just a warning. But like I said, I asked Dan, how does he do it without feeling overwhelmed? And uh, he's got a very simple solution that really made me laugh when he told me. So stick around for that. To get the show notes for this episode of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast, go to the slash 62 for 60 now, I've got two things. Number one, McMaster's Insight of the Week. McMaster's is my paid community where you can go to learn more about email marketing and uh, get some of the products and join the forum, all that sort of lovely, fun stuff when you make money. Anyway, this week's insight is... Uh, this after reading your article on why ebooks suck i'm wondering if i should cha- change the venue for my product delivery so this was from uh, a mcmaster's member named joy now joy is uh, currently selling an ebook and she's doing quite well with ebook making uh, regular sales but she's wondering maybe after reading this article on why ebooks suck she's wondering if well, maybe i should change that ebook into a, uh, a video course or something like that okay and it's a great question right now there's a couple answers to this, and this is really where the insight comes into it. Okay, so let's say you've got an ebook out there and you're selling it for $100, right? Should you change that to video just because you know ebooks are kind of lame and videos are better? The answer is probably not. And this is what I said to Joy: is that just because you can do something doesn't mean it's a good idea to do it, right? There are, are a million things right now. I have Evernote open. I have probably tens of thousands of items, little tasks that I could do on my website, in my business, with people, partnerships, products, so much stuff. And I used to stress about it, but then I realized that it doesn't actually matter. Most of that stuff doesn't matter at all. Within those tens of thousands of different tasks and ideas and business ideas and just everything, there's going to be a couple things, one, two, three, maybe five or 10 things that are really going to matter. And if I can identify those leverage points, I can come down with an explosive kind of impact okay, on those points. And I will get incredible, incredible results out of all proportion to the time and effort that I have to spend. So in Joy's case, this is like saying, yeah, you could take your ebook and make it a video course, but is it really going to help? Probably not. That's one of those things that, yeah, it'll keep you busy and maybe you make a few more sales. I don't really know, right? It's not going to make a, a very big impact. To me, a better way to do this, would do we go? Your ebook's good. If people are buying it, at, I think it was $77. Great. Okay. That's, that's proven that's working. Now the next step is like, you need to build out that product line. So if you've got an e that's selling for 77 well these people would probably buy something for three to five hundred dollars but it would be videos instead right so you can say okay so you've got the ebook here and the upsell when they click the add to cart button is you have a little thing that says all right before you go through this i just wanted to let you know that we have a premium version or a platinum version of this program instead of the ebook you can get the full video program that gives you access to the ebook and eight mod, eight video modules with worksheets and and whatever okay you just dress it up and they're gonna be paying three to five hundred dollars and if you just put that on there you're gonna bump your average sale from 77 to once you even it out, you know, I have to do it 200, $300. Because a lot of people prefer video. Some people prefer books, okay? So this is a great way to make more money, and that's one. That's one of those changes. It's if you can identify and do it, that will make a big difference in the business. Especially if you can bump that lifetime customer value. I've mentioned this before. And then she goes out, Joy goes out and does paid traffic. She's gonna be making two times or three times as much every time she makes a sale, which makes paid traffic far more worthwhile. Okay. So the insight here, and it's not about the ebooks or the videos or anything. The insight here is that in your business, in all the things that you have on your to-do list that you're stressing about, and uh, you know, you're like oh, I got to listen to John's podcast, I got to you know reply to those emails, I've got to get this client project done I've got to get this done and that done and this done and you're stressing about it and the thing is you to step back and realize that there's only a couple of things on that list that actually matter the rest you can probably just forget about delete Get rid of. Maybe that means this podcast. Maybe that means not listening to this podcast. Maybe email marketing isn't the main issue in your business. And that's okay. You can come back to it later. Your goal as the business owner, as the entrepreneur, is to focus on those small steps, those small, tiny little leverage points that if you hit with the hammer, they will just bring down the entire wall and you're going to be fabulously successful and wealthy. Okay that's it for this week's mcmaster's Inside of the week if you want to get into mcmaster's and sign up so you can get direct access to me join the other members and get access to at uh, the macintyre method uh, that's my uh video training program for how to write an autoresponder it's four, four modules four weeks and you have a 10 email autoresponder sequences uh, how to make how to write stories that sell uh via email you've got pages that convert which is all that how to create great landing pages all that is at the mcmethod.com slash mcmasters now the only other thing is reviews uh if you're getting a lot out of this show, and I've uh, I've heard from a lot of people, and they are people are getting a lot out of it, and uh, I'd love it if you can, uh, you'd really be doing me a huge favor if uh, you can jump over to iTunes and search for the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast and uh, follow the prompts. It's a little bit clunky, leave me a review. Tell me what you think about the show. You will really make my day. It's 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 you know the reviews make a lot of this stuff worthwhile when you hear about how it's helping people, how it's changing their business, and ultimately changing their life. So I'd love it if you could do that for me. But that's enough of that. Let's get into this interview today. It's gonna be a great one. So you what? Know, Have a pen and paper because this is a doozy. Okay, get ready, let's go talk to Dan Fagella. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with Dan Fagella. Now, uh, I was introduced to Dan via a friend of mine, a guy who I used to live with here in Thailand, and uh, it was very interested to, uh, you know, I wanted to chat with them, talk about his marketing, actually bring him on the podcast because he's doing some, some fascinating stuff with uh, not just email marketing, but that's, that's one of the core components of their business, but with the whole sales funnel process and paid traffic stuff and uh, really bringing it together and doing a great business in a tiny, tiny market. Which, uh, as he'll tell you, it's about choking someone. We'll get into that in, uh, in, a, in a few minutes. But the reason I brought him on today is we're going to talk about some of the email marketing stuff he's doing because they're using emails to get people into a continuity program and they're doing some really kind of ninja stuff on the back end that uh, I'm really curious to kind of dig into. I haven't talked too much about this on the podcast, so this is getting a bit more advanced. This is more for our people with established businesses and uh, who want to step things up and notch and really clean up. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Dan, how are you doing, man?
0: Doing great, John. Good to be here, brother.
1: Man, really good to have you on the show. Yeah. So uh, before we before we get into the nitty gritty of this email stuff, man, give. Uh, I mean, I know a little bit about you. and I've kind of tried to give the listener a bit of a background, but uh, you'll be much better for this. So give the give the listener a, basically a story, man. Who who's Dan? Yeah, what does he do? Sure.
0: man. Yeah. So um, you know you you know me through uh, through Mr. Ed Lowell, of course. But yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a my name's Dan Figel I'm a, a martial arts guy originally. So a lot of people have seen the UFC or mixed martial arts. Um, really, that was my first passion. So I started basically a fight club in the back of a carpet store when I was an undergrad in college, just because fighting is more fun than anything else, right? It's it's the most fun thing to do. So um, so I, I ended up getting into University of Pennsylvania for graduate school in skill development, um, and uh, for my masters. And I realized in order to pay for the Ivy Leagues, I was going to have to make some money. So I turned that fight house into a martial arts gym, which. Um, I later sold when I moved to Boston, but before I moved to Boston, I decided to—I mean, I moved to Boston essentially to do consulting and and eventually get into investing, which is uh, where we'll hopefully be uh, once we flip some business stuff. Um, And uh, before I moved to Boston, I said, you know, I'm going to need a business that can come with me. So we turned all these martial arts techniques uh, in, in the course of about 12 months. All this stuff that we're teaching in the gym on a day-to-day basis in a town of only about eight thousand people, we turned into a list of about you know twenty thousand people, um, and and a you know a thirty-something thousand-dollar a month business teaching martial arts online in about uh, you know 12, 14 months, something like that. So that was uh, that was my transition online, and now we run a consultancy where we we do database marketing and email marketing uh, strategy and implementation for startup companies and internet marketing folks and, and whatever else. So that's that's a little bit of my funky trajectory into this business world.
1: And as we were saying before the call, man, uh, you, you, I mean, we're both on a site, on a membership site uh, called the DC or the Dynamite Circle. And I remember we, we talked about, none of us can remember it, but we messaged back and forth a little while back and uh, it was, you know, one or yeah. two years ago and you you said you were just getting started but now you've kind of just, you just blitzed this entire thing, man. It's been fantastic to see. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I always think there's a lot more room, room to grow. I, I'm not, uh, I'm ultimately not about it uh, for the internet marketing game. I'm about cashing out on this thing and investing in augmented reality companies and and uh, scaling a consultancy and doing, you know, go public uh, related things more so than lifestyle business type things. So, you know, I, I have much, much larger aims, but, you know, I, I had to, uh, we had to work with what we had and, and the, the internet marketing was, was sort of one of the paths. So, yeah, luckily, luckily it picked up, right? So, I, you know, I had to get really good at email marketing because when you're in a town of 8,000 people, John, as you can imagine, you run out of human leads actually very quickly and when you can run out of humans that's really dangerous so we had to make sure that all of our leads were maximally transferred to um, to, to uh, appointments, and that anybody who didn't join up would be rotated with various offers, and that we could really keep the hook sunk in anybody that came in the door. Now, when I scaled that to an online niche, not just an 8,000-person local area, that ended up um, being, I think, the key to our success. And now it's it's really those neurotic small-town habits that I had to learn and get really nerdy about, and spend a lot of consult uh, spend a lot of money on other consultants. To learn how to really master that have now kind of helped make the transfer. So yeah, it's
1: been a fun jump. Cool man, let's let's dive in here. Let's uh, yeah. let's, talk, let's talk about this email marketing on the front end. You talked about uh, you've got some great uh, email autoresponders on the front that are taking your uh, leads and getting them to sign up to your continuity programs, paying thirty-seven dollars, fifty-seven dollars a month, and yeah, and that's the front end. So I mean, doing a continuity sale that's quite hard from a lot of people. You know, a lot of people talk about it being one of the hardest sales you can make because who wants to pay? Fifty bucks every single month, month after month after month, with no end in sight. So it's a hard yeah. sale. So how are you doing, it, man? It, it,
0: it, it is, yeah. So um, there's there's a lot of ways we can slice it. And to be honest, you know, when it started, it really wasn't all that sophisticated. And and I'm actually spending again. I'm I'm really big on investing in myself. So I probably spent about you know not counting grad school because uh, that would just be an entirely different story, and, and not counting MIT where I'm now taking classes uh, at the Sloan Business School. But um, you know, probably about 80, a little bit more than 80 grand in the last 24 months. So we're, I'm working with some some pretty high level continuity guys now in terms of refining the process that's in place. But I'll give you the I'll give you the basic rundown, John. Essentially, you know, um, first things first. In order, to, if you want to get anybody to pay for anything, never mind pay for anything every month, um, you better have some halfway decent positioning and a reason for them to buy your stuff. And and you know this as a marketing guy, and you're a copywriting guy, and you, you already understand, and many of your readers will as well. But I'll give you the example that we've taken. So basically, I'm a small guy. I walk around at about 128 pounds or so, and uh, and I do i did a lot of jiu-jitsu tournaments against guys that were much bigger than me and a lot of my earlier youtube videos that kind of caught on were just random tournament clips of me fighting some guy twice my size or something and you know twisting his leg or you know getting a choke or something cool like that um so so the position that we took was really the art and science of beating a bigger and stronger opponent so if you're a smaller person a weaker person how you can still win in jiu-jitsu and the the good news is um, there's a lot of people that that message resonates with, even if they don't weigh 128 pounds. And that is really where we decided to hone in. So, John, what I did to build the continuity program was I not only really, um, number one, I mean, I, I ended up getting a master's in the Ivy Leagues in, in skill development. So I really studied that process and, and how to get good fast, how to how to improve specific skills. I needed to use that on myself because I'm in a town of 8,000 people, for crying out loud. But um, but convey that in the membership site. So it was a little bit of a selling point. But more importantly, I analyzed the a ton of very specific kind of lightweight matches. I interviewed all the best world champions at the lighter weights or at least many of them, a, a vast vast number of them. Top level black belts who are small guys and I and I really extracted their secrets for goal setting for for um you know for tactics, for strategy, for skill development whatever it was, right? And um and so the positioning was this is really the place to get the full-blown analysis, tapping into world champions and understanding the art of the art and science of skill development at a very high level for beating bigger, stronger opponents. So. Positioning was the only reason that we were able to really get the credit cards out on a consistent basis. In my opinion, that that's what even allowed people to consider buying from us rather than just watching YouTube videos.
1: I, I love what's going on here, and that it's not about the copy, it's not about the autoresponders, it's not about any of the technical or the tactical stuff that's going on here. It's it starts with this strategy of basically, you know, as Gary Halbert says, going and finding a starving crowd and giving that's them it? what they want. You, you you've you've got that starving crowd right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and the cool thing is, John, it seems like a niche within a niche, but it's actually really not. So I I think it was actually, I think it was great. I think it was, you know, and and I'm not going to give myself credit because I didn't think it through this far. But looking at it retrospectively, um, it was good because, you know, the people who buy in this niche. Now, granted, now we're in a bunch of other niches. So we're working with, you know, everything from software companies to, you know, people that sell 1-800 numbers to thousands of businesses to, you know, chains of physical therapy clinics. But in the martial arts niche, this whole thing of beating bigger, stronger people, the buyers in that niche are all, you know, 40-something-year-old guys. They're people with disposable income. We're not selling to twenty-two-year-old kids, a they know how to illegally download things, and they could probably find my stuff and you know download it without paying for it. Um, B uh, they they don't have the disposable income, and if, if they did, they'd probably spend it on beer or or you know girls or something like that and that's perfectly fine. So uh, it's 40 something year old dudes. 40 something year old dudes are very rarely, d- d- very rarely are they the most athletic strongest guys in the gym. They, uh, they do feel like they have a little bit of a disadvantage to these 20, 22 year old guys straight out of college with four years of rugby under their belt who are just like mopping the floor with them because they're kind of older and they work a desk job. So, But it's the desk job guys that ultimately are the buyers. So it seems like a niche but really anybody with a credit card in that entire space kind of fits that category. So that positioning, oddly enough, it seems like like a this is for me, right? Dan Kennedy, Gary, like they read it and it's like this is for me. But ultimately anybody that's really a buyer who isn't like a natural athlete that doesn't have disposable income anyway, they sort of resonate with my messaging as kind of the underdog dude, the smaller Guy against bigger, more athletic beasts, and uh, and anybody who's a buyer already feels that way. So that positioning is is the starving crowd that we talked about, John. The the second aspect of really selling these membership sites, and and this is this is you know uh, been replicated in a million other places since, and, and we're, we have a lot of variations of it. But is these kind of splintered front end programs that drive towards the same continuity uh, program. So so get this right. If you're watching my YouTube videos about let's say uh, leg locks. And and you opt in and and, and, and you know, underneath that YouTube video is a link where you can opt in for a video about. Now, you guess, John. What do you think the video is about? Leg locks. Yeah, man. It's about leg locks for crying out loud. Because if you just watch a YouTube video about leg locks, I, I, I'm probably going to get you to opt in for leg locks if you really liked it. So, so we'll have them opt in. And then once they opt in, they're going to get consistent messaging about, you guessed it, and then we're going to present a membership program about, you guessed it. So a lot of the other aspect of it is, is what we call kind of um, you know uh, uh, contextual parsing. So contextual parsing for me, and there's a bunch of ways that we can do this, but Contextual parsing is you know, based on where you come from, based on where you found out about me, where you gave me your information, I already know blank about you. And one of the things, if you came in from one of my YouTube leg lock videos, I know you like watching leg lock, so I'm gonna get you to opt in for a free course about that, and then I'm going to sell you on that. So all I know is your email address, but I also know your lead source and that it's from a leg lock video. So you are a consumer of leg lock videos, which means your likelihood of potentially buying that. Is way higher than a guy who I don't know him from Adam. So we use contextual parsing to determine our offers and to drive towards uh, a core continuity program. So I might have, you know, seven different ebooks, John, that mm-hmm. all kick off a couple different, like, like you know, the initial front end emails are, are are quite different. And then it'll go go into they'll all merge into like this core main funnel. That'll all push this core continuity program. Yep. So you might, read a, you might read an article about guard passing. You opt in for an ebook about guard passing. And now all of a sudden we talk about guard passing for bigger and stronger people. And then bam, we're right on the train for the continuity program for beating bigger, stronger opponents. You opt in for you know escaping against bigger, stronger opponents. You get a couple emails about that. And then, you know, bada bing, you're right on the train for the same continuity program. So we splinter the front end to basically to appeal to any blog post, any video, any anything people find. There's something very specific for them. We merge that benefit into the core benefit of beating bigger, stronger opponents. And then we sell to that core membership site. So it's you don't have to type in beat bigger guys in grappling to find me. You type in anything in Jiu Jitsu. I got 700 blog posts out there. I'm gonna find you. And as soon as you opt in, we're gonna convert that desire into something that relates to a program that we offer. And we're gonna give away some great free stuff and present our offers. And that's how we built you know, the list we have. And, and that's been a really big key for getting as many people as we have into membership programs. Interesting.
1: Okay. So what I'm seeing here is you've got several different funnels for, for the various different uh, pain points in that market, or, or the, the the main things people are paying attention to. Yes. And then you've got several emails. Someone signs up, gets a specific ebook on that topic, whether it's leg locks or guard passing or anything like no, that. No. Then they get a few emails. How many emails are they getting on that specific topic?
0: Yeah, yeah. Right now for guard passing, for example, I think you get two or three of them. Um, And there's a couple other, you know, there's like uh, throws, like takedowns. I actually, I think I have one course on takedowns. It's like really limited. I'm not a takedown guy. Hmm. But here's the thing, man. People are Googling takedowns for crying out loud. So I'm not going to deny them. Uh, of of that kind of an ebook and that kind of a download. so so they'll get they'll get two or three they'll get two or three emails about that but then they go onto the same train tracks as everybody else you know with an, with a nice like we we, we we ease them into it like we're like hey blah, like we start talking about how takedowns relate to beating bigger bigger guys. We show some competition videos that relate to that. And then we kind of drop them into the right place on the sequence that's going to ultimately kind of get them towards beating bigger, stronger opponents. So, uh, so yeah, so we have it's, it's essentially it's called like a splintered front end. So we're selling the same thing. And oftentimes it's with a similar sequence, but we're splintering the front end uh, widget, the freebie. And we're, we're splintering a couple front end messagings in order to indoctrinate and, and to educate and to give people some great content about exactly what they care about, what they want to learn.
1: Okay. and then what? So let's say after that, they go through this splinted sequence, then they get dropped under the main sequence. What happens there? Are you sending them daily emails or uh, do you yeah, have like, uh, yeah. five, ten email sequences? What happens there? I'm really interested.
0: Yeah, man. Um, they essentially end up on more like a 36 email sequence. And for the most part, it's like every day or every other day. Yep. So, uh, so we, we do go pretty hard in this niche. You know, I, to be honest, I haven't even tested you know, emailing them every three days. I've just decided to email them every day. Um, you know, and people people that aren't into it, obviously, will, will jump off the boat pretty quickly. Um, but people that are, and, you know, we have over 20,000 people that are, right? So if it really sucked, uh, you know, super hard, um, I imagine we wouldn't be making any money. Um, and, and, and you know, nobody would be paying attention to our stuff anymore. And, you know, we wouldn't be coming close to a 30,000-person list. And none of those things would happen if, if, if the content was bad and people didn't like it. So, um, so, yeah, so we email them, you know, on a daily basis for... Uh, you know uh, 24 thirty 36 days and um, essentially in that in that sequence John uh, we we go through what I, what I refer to as a roller coaster of of uh, kind of offer intensity so so let me take a step back and talk about what I'm talking about um, basically any any autoresponder sequence now we could get more complex than this but you know this isn't like an eight hour podcast so we'll, we'll go pretty simple is, Is any any autoresponder sequence basically? If you're gonna if you're gonna have to make it only three components, we could make it thirty. If you're gonna make it three, we're we're really talking about education, testimonials, and calls to action. Basically, Mm. basically. So education, testimonials, calls to action. If you have a good mix, like if you think about it as like vegetables, starches, and proteins, and like your diet, like you you kind of want like a decent mix in your emails as well. So um so so what we do initially is we we go with a lot of um great education and and honestly when i wrote a lot of these sequences we didn't even have testimonials now i have pages and pages and pages and pages of them but when i wrote a lot of these sequences we didn't even have them although we do we do integrate um, a decent number of them, but, but yeah. So, so we educate them, and we include testimonials. We educate, we include relevant testimonials, and 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 then we'll we'll kind of come to a head, maybe around you know, email five or six, uh, like five, six, seven, eight, where where we're really presenting one offer rather strongly. So, um, so we're presenting, let's say, a free DVD that we're going to mail to their house, just for the price of shipping, plus a fourteen day free trial of a membership program, and a whole bunch of other cool video bonuses that we know they're going to like. Um and and we'll present all those things for, you know, four days really strong. But but you know, if people don't get in on it, what most people do, John, is they'll be like, ah, we missed that guy, damn it. And then and then that autoresponder sequence will end and then they'll just wait for another lead. Instead of doing that, what we do is we go back through the roller coaster. So the intensity of the offer drops. But we still keep up a bunch of great education and testimonial content to keep people engaged, to keep people believing, to teach them awesome stuff, and uh, and to continue to, to, to fill their inbox with things that are relevant to you know what they came to us for. And then maybe you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, we kind of come up to a head again. And this is a different offer. So this is a different bunch of downloadable bonuses. And maybe it's the same membership program, but there's a bunch of different free ebooks and maybe a drilling guide that comes along with it. It's a totally different looking sales page. It's a different offer it's a different call to action, and then if they don't buy from that, John, as you can imagine, we drop them back into the sequence, and then I probably don't have to tell you what happens after that. So we go, we do it, we like to do at least three three rolls up the roller coaster before they get off the train, and then you know if they buy from any of those roller coasters, they then get kicked into a, t- a tier two sequence where we aim to present them with a program that has a higher price point, such as ninety seven or one hundred twenty seven dollars. So. So we essentially, when they get onto the main track, it, it's not a, like, like, we don't take one swing and then go sit on the bench. Hmm. We give them a bunch of great stuff, and we take a bunch of swings, John. And it's not swings at the same exact sales page. Because when you say no to a sales page, I'm not going to throw your eyeballs on that same sales page over and over. I'm going to throw your eyeballs on a different, fun, illustrious different angle, different hook, different color scheme, different headline, different way of presenting the benefits and I'm gonna find a way to get that credit card out because that's the business I'm in and now that's what people pay us to do for their businesses, Um, but you know in our business in order to eat food, in order to move to Cambridge, in order to you know potentially sell this thing and invest in augmented reality companies um which is, you know, what I'm really here to do. We we gotta get the cards out. And in order to get the cards out, we gotta try much harder than most people do. And I I highly recommend that that kind of roller coaster, more persistent approach. So that's a huge factor for our success in this niche.
1: <laughs> I love it, Dan. So one thing that I think that, that, that I really want to mention is I, I remember speaking to a friend of mine here in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It was a couple of weeks ago. We were speaking about emails and he told a story about a friend of his, Armin Morin, which is a, uh, I hadn't heard of him at the time, but he's a, I don't know, an old school internet marketer. And uh, he's famous for saying something along the lines of, you stop sending them emails when they stop opening them. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> most people yeah. Because most people write a sequence and it's usually five emails or 10 emails. That's what people pay us to create is say a 10 email sequence. But really in an yeah. ideal world, you never stop sending them email. until you've got 0% open rate, until no one cares. That's when you stop sending emails. But until you hit yeah. that point, those emails should keep going out.
0: Yeah, man. I mean there's no reason for them not to. There's no reason for them not to. And then then that takes us into the database marketing side of things. When the, when the autoresponders do end, how do we still stay relevant? How do we still get the cards out? But yeah, I mean, you're you're completely right, and and you know, I mean, we all know the stories, right? And we all know the stats. You know, the average sale. You know, you have to ask for the sale x number of times. You know, there's all these statistics. You know, the the, the all the, you know the studies at IBM and the top you know, 20, the top 20% that produce 80% of the sales, you know, what they really do is they just call the guy 50 times instead of calling him three times and saying he's not interested. You know, so we're, you know, Boeing, all these big companies, you know, that have done, you know, crunch numbers on their salespeople, you know, just convert those same things to email. And it's not necessarily about being, you know, captain hardcore, where it's just like, yeah you know the more pitches you hit them with I mean you know to some extent you do have to kind of nut up and and, and actually you know present an offer but in another sense you, you if you can stay relevant if you can deliver things they care about and if and if they say no to one thing if you can find something else that's fun that's appealing that that is something that they'd actually want um you know you're doing a better job for you and for them and ultimately I, I think that that's why we're compensated for what we do you know we have a wider array of pro of programs. wider array of offerings, you know, way more written articles, way more interviews than anybody else. So we have content for days. And if people are into BJJ, they could learn from us Forever, we got you know I got dozens of I got dozens of world champions you know that I've interviewed and, and and you know magazines that we've written articles about this stuff in and, and it goes on forever so you know we're delivering what people want but just like you said I mean keep it coming keep it coming because if they're opening them you know there's a chance you're going to get that card out. That's
1: exactly right. All right, man. Let's talk about this back end then, right? So they've been through yeah, the man. front end. They've been through that splinted sequence. They've been through the main one. They've bought, right? So they're somewhere along that roller coaster they've signed up and they're in the program. What next?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I- eventually the autoresponders do end. And and when the autoresponders end, inside of Infusionsoft, we tag them with the broadcast tag. Now, the broadcast tag means this person is no longer receiving autoresponder messages. And so we can now send them kind of rotating newslettery type messaging. Now, n- n- by newslettery type messaging, I mean this is, uh, you know, when the, when the autoresponder ends, these are the messages that we'll send out on a weekly basis that we'll kind of schedule out. So basically, any given week, and now this is going to be different niche by niche, but um, our space actually is, is pretty accepting of frequent emails. If you sell, like, I don't know, if, if you sell face cream you really can't probably make face cream exciting every day i mean maybe there's a way right like there's, there's probably like, like, man. <laughs> like like beauty like beauty tips and whatever but but it's a little bit more creative like you'd have to make it something other than the cream itself you understand what i mean you'd have the to stories. find like related like yeah the stories and the, like beauty tips and like other stuff for me actually jona i think we're fortunate in this niche because it's sort of easy because if you're interested in bjj videos i can literally send you bJj videos videos every day and you'll like it. If you're interested in face cream, I can't send you a like pure, like it can't be about like the product over and over and over. It has to be about like related stuff. But all my related stuff is really kind of the same as like my paid stuff. So people are interested in just consuming pretty much exactly what they're ultimately going to pay for. It's not like tips for sports that like we sort of hint at jujitsu. We're straight sending fricking jujitsu videos every day, man. So we rotate what we do is in any given week. Now in any given month, um, so now, now everybody will do this differently, and I'm, I'm going to be talking, I'm going to be spending you know, in, in, uh, a relatively, you know, for the fact that it's only going to be 120 minutes, a borderline exorbitant amount of money to, to, to uh, talk to a, a very smart guy about this and potentially uh, change up some of our database marketing uh, tenets. But, but right now, this is, you know, it's working rather well, and I happen to think we're, we're doing it significantly better than, than anybody else, certainly in this niche, um, is, is any given month we create a three to four email sequence just for the people that have spent $100 or more in the last 60 days. We also create a unique three or four email sequence just for the people that have never bought. And we speak to those groups explicitly and we call them out for their condition and we address them for that condition and we aim to move them to the next level. So people that have bought, you know, 100 bucks or more, we 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 recognize that, you know, they, they are investing in their, you know, development as jujitsu athletes. We talk about that explicitly. We talk about why, you know, we recognize that and that's why they're getting this special offer. The people that have never bought, we'll talk about, you know, how we know they haven't bought and how they've gotten a lot of emails and how we're gonna have this crazy guarantee and why we're giving away this stuff this month. And you know, here's a bunch of testimonials and uh, from people that you know finally got in on one of our programs and really changed their game, something like that. So every month we'll, we'll create offers like that. But on a, on a weekly basis, I'll create as many as you know seven, eight, nine individual messages that'll go out to. Usually about two of them will go to everybody. So two of them will sort of be just sort of sent to the list. But I will normally break the list up so it won't be sent to everybody. I'll I'll send it like per lead source. So I'll send it to buyers and then non buyers. So I'll still break things up because I, I like to address people uh more individually than than quote-unquote blast emails but to give an example from this list John I sent out an, an affiliate offer uh, for you know uh, an injury prevention product to all the people that have selected injury prevention as an area of interest I also sent out a blog post that I'm looking to really build its its clout online um and its social kind of buzz online and get it to rank online I send it to all my guys who are over 40. Makes sense, right? Um, and then then I'm, I'm also going to have a higher ticket offer that we're going to send out this week, which is going to be a three-email sequence all about guard passing. And it's going to be a $100 offer. And it's going to be sent to people that have spent at least $100 in the last 60 days. And we're going to address them specifically. So in any given week, we pick subsegs based on interest, lead source, activity, you uh, you know, purchase, uh, you know, purchase, purchasing history, and things like that. And we'll present... Um, An array of offers, content, education, testimonials to those relevant groups so that, you know, to the the tune of 1.2 emails going out per day to these various rotating in these various sub-segs in order to consistently give people messages, John, that say, this is for me, this is for me, this is for me. So if you're on my list, you will never stop getting messages that address you like by age, by interest, by what you've bought by what lead source you came in you 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 will get hit with things that make you feel like this is for me forever until you stop opening my emails Hmm. the one thing that i'm thinking
1: like because i I don't have anything this advanced set up in my own business at the moment and uh, i'm thinking that maybe the listener is going to be in a similar situation and they're going to be thinking like this sounds great i'm sold like sign me up like i know how to do it i want to go out there and do this yesterday however it seems right the impression of it is that it seems like a complete nightmare to manage because there's about a billion things flying in you know a million directions at once emails going to this person and that person and that segment and this segment and it's how do you even manage something
0: like this man it's, it's actually kind of easy. So I have a weekly checklist, which is, you know, like pick three subsegs, rotate two of your own offers and one affiliate offer. And the reason I send out affiliate offers is not because I need affiliate money. I have enough of my own programs, but it's essentially to maintain good relationships with people that send us traffic by selling a bunch of their stuff. And, you know, there's very few ways to somebody's heart that, that's quicker than, uh, than selling a bunch of their stuff on the Internet. Um, so so you know two of our own you know sub-segs, uh, that are broken up into offer education sequences one JV offer that's broken up to offer education sequences two emails that will go to the whole list so that we don't miss anybody even if for some reason we don't hit their their subseg for a while um, two emails that go out to the whole list and then so so that's kind of like on a weekly level um, and and for the for the emails that go out to the whole list I also have get response so I use get response to send out those quote unquote like kind of hit everybody emails so so in order to make sure delivery's high, we can get to everybody, we'll send out through get response oftentimes. And uh and and yeah, and then and then on a monthly, like I have a couple things on a monthly. I have hit all the non-buyers with a specific non-buyer offer, uh, make sure we hit all the the buyers at a certain level with a certain buyer offer, and then otherwise just keep up the weekly regimen. Okay, two emails that go to everybody. What you know, what offer do I want to test? What what social thing do I want to share, whatever the case may be. And then what are the two subsegs and products and then the affiliate offer and product that I want to pitch? And then, you know, I construct my emails for the week and I generally will write them on Sunday. I'll schedule them out and then we'll count the money on, you know, Monday morning, uh, you know, the next week or whatever, you know. And then we, we just kind of repeat that process and uh, make sure we rotate through all the subsects. So does it take a little bit to, to write the emails on Sunday? Sure does. But, you know, at the end of the day, even if I didn't get any more leads, the fact that we could cruise well above 20 grand a month is kind of a cool thing in a niche that's pretty much for idiots. So, so no, really, though, I mean, the Brazilian, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu niche is not like a business niche. I mean, I, I got into this because I had a bunch of trophies hanging on a wall from choking a bunch of guys. And, uh, you know, it, it's easy to sell. It's easier to sell expertise. And because I was I was doing jiu-jitsu all day in a martial arts gym that I was going to sell, you know, we could film that and we could turn that into product. And, you know, it wasn't like this wasn't my billionaire niche. Right. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a silly nominal domain, but the fact that you can hyper-monetize an existing list by a simple rotation schedule like that, and again, I, all I did was write it down one day. All right, two, two of our own sub-segs and our own offers, one affiliate offer, two blasts that'll go to everybody, and then here's two things we'll do every month. Okay, see you later. Let's just keep running this algorithm, and that's essentially how we monetize the list. So, in terms of managing it, it really ain't rocket science. <laughs>
1: I don't know what to well, say, man. You're blowing me away here. This is just simple, straightforward, but it's, uh, it's badass.
0: Well, yeah, we're we're going for it, man. We're trying. Um, but, but I really think, I mean, I'm a believer in this stuff, John. Like anytime I see a business where it's like, you know, there's an existing list and we have all these data points, but it's sort of like there's like this weekly or monthly blase email that just goes out to everybody. It, it, it really, I mean, I think anybody that understands direct response gets that this makes sense. And it's just a matter of like, oh, if we just set a regimen and we run and gun and put our heads down for a month, we can count the money at the end of the month and see if it was worth our time. And nine out of 10 times, unless you're really starting off with the wrong angle and you have no idea what your customer wants, and frankly, you're a bad marketer, um, this will work.
1: Fantastic. Okay, man. Yeah. Thanks for breaking this down, man. But, but, uh, of we're right on time here. Before we go, though, uh, give, uh, the listeners might be a bit curious about where to check out some of this jujitsu stuff, or I've heard you mentioning the agency <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah. Where, where should people go if they want to learn more about what you're doing, maybe get in contact?
0: For, for sure. So, um, if people want to learn, if people want to see our BJJ, I mean, just type in Dan Fagella grappling or something on YouTube. There's eight million funky videos, and you, you can see what we're doing for lead gen, and you'll find, you know, 700 something blog posts out there in the world and whatever else. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, for the folks that are interested in database marketing, and email marketing, we're we're in Cambridge now in Boston, so we're working with a lot of very sharp companies up here, essentially implementing these systems into e-com, into service-based businesses, into even app companies that need engagement, because a lot of the tenets and principles are the same. And the website is, is CLV Boost. So you know, John, customer lifetime value, very big metric, right? So we're all about kind of lifting uh, that metric. And clvboost.com, we have you know a really basic breakdown white paper of a couple of kind of plug-and-play strategies uh, in both the automation and in the database marketing side. So if people just want, like, something to kind of chew on and give a shot to their own biz, or they want to give a shout-out and yak it up with me, um, that, that's the place to go, clvboost.com. And then, uh, yeah, that's about it for me, folks.
1: Fantastic. And I'll have links to those at the show notes at Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, John. appreciate it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing
0: and much more